Chapter Thirteen of the Pirate Woman. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Olson Feitak, Los Angeles. The Pirate Woman by Aylward Edward Dingle. Chapter Thirteen. Dolores floats the Fufolet. Hell's breath! screamed Caliban as the cry rang out. Have ye devils in the grove, mistress? Hunglip and Spotted Dog, too, cringed back in fright. Stumpy concealed his uneasiness, yet his eyes searched Dolores's face questingly. None truly believed in the queen's magic powers yet none was bold enough to openly avow his unbelief and the added grimness of the storm assisted by the unearthliness of that howl of anguish brought the four godless pirates to the verge of superstitious terror yes i keep my devils there replied dolores and that is the traitor sancho answering to them for his perfidy so watch and obey me lest thy cries too go up from my altar she stood apart at the great stone listening and presently milo rolled up the rock barrier and appeared in the gloom calm and cool as if he had no association with devils imaginary or otherwise a livid lightning flash played on his features and the pirates drew back muttering at his black eyes which glowed with red points like rubies in the heart of twin coals milo there flies rufy said dolores flinging an arm seaward beyond the false point in the midst of black seas dappled with rushing white horses under a lowering black sky that seemed to lean down to the verge of the ocean itself rufy's sloop was pictured in the next flash of electric radiance a thing of desolation and panic fully a mile away the craft vanished in the pervading blackness between every flash i need thy condor's vision now as never before take the swift small sail-boat and flares follow the sloop as long as thy eyes can pick her out we shall follow thy flares in the schooner until we overtake thee haste now rufy has grace enough milo stayed only to get his flare powder and tinder-box then disappeared down the cliff dolores dispatched her four attendants to the schooner prepared to follow then with an afterthought halted two of them here hanglip spotted dog wait she swiftly entered the council hall went to the three small chambers and released her captives from the ring-bolts driving them before her bewildered by the sudden emergence 
from tranquillity to the turmoil of the storm she gave the two pirates each a chain held the other herself and led the way down to the stranded schooner her motive was not only uncertainty about the people left at the camp who might prove susceptible to bribery if not pity she also felt a sort of whimsical desire to impress these strangers with the utter inevitability of her power the Fourfollette lay on the edge of the bar as she had lain since stranding except that with tide after tide her keel had worn itself a place in the sand and she was less closely held than before of her rightful crew but five survived the fight one was the sailing-master peters and all were imprisoned under jailers in the forecastle on the schooner's sloping decks when dolores and her party climbed aboard were a score of nondescript pirates besides the crew's custodians at a loss to account for the escape of the sloop and worked up to a pitch of nervousness where they were only fit for sudden strenuous action with a merciless taskmaster and such they speedily had dolores ordered her three captives to be taken to the great cabin and their chains were fastened to the ornately panelled mainmast which ran down through both decks and formed the support of a gorgeously furnished sideboard then the companionway was locked on them and the girl sprang to tremendous life aloft with thee stumpy she cried selecting him because after milo his eyes were keenest of them all keep thy eyes open for milo's flares and mark well the direction hanglip thou surly dog take ten men and lay me out a good anchor astern with a stout hawser be brisk come aboard in ten minutes or thy back shall smart sancho's boat had remained at the port quarter and into this hanglip drove his crew while spotted dog with the rest of the men got ready an anchor to lower to them caliban cast off the gaskets from fore and main cried dolores next where are thy rascals plague take thee hunchback couldst not say there were not men enough below with ye and bring up the schooner's people have sail on this vessel before that anchor takes hold or i'll flay thy hump cursing venomously the deformed little demon sprang into the forecastle and drove up peters and his four men with kicks and blows they too were bewildered by the tremendous uproar of sea and wind and went like sheep to the fore and main masts at caliban's bidding ready for the anchor lower away roared hanglip in the boat where already was piled coil on coil a great hemp hawser handsomely ye dogs handsomely shrieked spotted dog in turn 
the anchor sank into the boat to the screeching of tackles and the groaning of boat timbers and was carried out astern carry the end aft dolores commanded the hawser was taken along and the end passed around the quarter-deck capstan up with those sails cried the girl now and Caliban's gang sweated at the halyards, while slackened sheets permitted the booms to swing and present the luffs to the screaming gale, bearing no resistance. While the boat pulled away into the darkness astern, carrying the anchor to the full slope of the cable, Dolores kept her eyes ever aloft and over the sea and upon every detail of the work. Her eyes fell upon Peters, standing in sullen mood at the belaying pin, which held a turn of the main throat halyards. And as the croaking cry of Caliban ordered, Belay! she called Peters to her. Thou art sailing, master, eh? I was. Art still, if thy art is as stubborn as thy face cried dolores laughing at his scowl canst sail thy ship now i can sail any ship that floats but neither i nor your sharks can sail this schooner now he replied surlily your false marks did their work well then thou'd rather pull a rope than hold a wheel hey tis but a wooden sailor after all I hoped such a ship would boast a seaman as master. I'll show thee seamanship, sheep-heart. Out of the darkness astern came a roar. Anchors down, eave away! And from the darkness aloft, Stumpy bawled. There she flares, mother o' me! The prayer, curse, whatever the last words might be, were called forth by a paralyzing flash of lightning that shone over the raging sea like a gigantic calcium light the schooner's deck resounded with superstitious howls which rose to awed cries from the weakest as from trucks and gaffins glowed and flickered the blue brush of st elmo's fire heave away heave away Dolores's voice rang out on the hubbub, forcing obedience even in face of terror. The capstan went round to the urge of a dozen pair of fear-stimulated arms, and fathom by fathom the great cable came in dripping and glistening. Fathom after fathom was heaped on the deck, and still the schooner remained fast, and ever from aloft came Stumpy's hail, reporting Milo's flare fast fading in the distance. You can't do it, I knew it, shouted Peters defiantly. Peace, sheep, answered Dolores, slapping him upon the mouth. She stood at the wheel and no part of the vessel's situation escaped her. She had yet a trump to play, a hazardous one, truly, but the big one. 
the big fore and main sails swung and crashed idly out their sheets filling the air with the thunder of their flinging blocks at each boom a seaman stood and each held the double block of a boom tackle waiting the word that now came clap on those boom tackles dolores commanded and four men flew to each as it was hooked to the rigging haul away boom the sails square out the great sails filled with a crash as the gale took them on the foreside flinging them violently aback you'll pluck the spars out of her screamed peters in a frenzy now as his cherished masts whipped and cracked to the tremendous backward strain dolores ignored the crazed man but a scornful smile wreathed about her lips and her dark eyes gleamed out with them she cried more hands there and heave ho heave away on the capstan burst thy arms bullies here comes hanglip and his bold lads to help ye round with her out with them heave good bullies the girl stood by the wheel a splendid figure of matchless energy and courage aloft the topmasts bent like whips stumpy's voice came down in ever-increasing fear as his perch grew shakier the great expanse of canvas which should have been treble reefed even in a floating ship going forward tore at boom tackles and earrings tacks and mast hoops shaking the vessel to the keel and filling her with cataclysmic thunder by the bones of red jabbies she comes roared spotted dog peering over the side heave lads and never doubt the girl again fiends atopith see her slide the schooner shuddered from forefoot to stern post the big hawser slipped in through the lead with gathering speed the groaning masts imparted an impulse to her that drove her astern like an arrow and now triumphantly dolores cried an axe quickly cut the hawser caliban get a jib loosed hanglip open the companionway and bring up my prisoners i would have them enjoy the sail a curling sea poured over the taffrail sweeping dolores from her feet she met it with a ringing laugh gripping the wheel as her safeguard and the moment the axe severed the hawser she gave the vessel a sheer with helm and again her orders rang out let go both boom tackles hoist away the jib haul the jib sheet to starboard and stand by fore and main sheets out of the darkness ahead came the fluttering of canvas and soon caliban's hoarse croak rang aft hoist away the jib the great booms swung amidships again when the tackles were cast off and now the headsail flew up the stay the restrained sheet to starboard causing the canvas to fill aback as had the greater sails before the pressure was ahead and to one side the schooner's head began to fall off then faster 
as she gained momentum and the fore and main sails again began to thunder at their blocks let draw the jib bring in the foresheet bear a hand aft here main sheet lads smartly cried dolores twirling the wheel to meet the vessel's swift leeward leap and as the liberated fur follette heeled dizzily to the gale under full spread of sail and her owner and his guests appeared into the storm stumpy's cry rang out there's the flare and she's burning steady to be continued next week don't forget this magazine is issued weekly and that you will get the continuation of this story without waiting a month end of chapter 13 recording by linda olsen fytak los angeles